The Mansions, Little Ghost, researched and written by Ellen Baumler. The little black cat with the sleek coat crept up the back stairs, along the hallway, and into the children's playroom. Looking for company, it quietly walked past the seamstress's dress form and sewing machine. The cat sniffed the dolls in the cradle, stretched on the rag rug, rubbed up against the corner of the dollhouse, and disappeared. If walls could talk, the original governor's mansion in Helena would have a lot to say. Three private families and nine governors have lived in the large brick home. Its past residents have left their stories behind. Some of them have left more than just stories. In 1887, the Chessman family built the stylish 20-room home in Helena. The mansion has a grand oak staircase, many nooks and crannies, turrets, balconies, and a ballroom. The Chessmen lived in the home for about 13 years before they sold it and moved out. From 1913 to 1959, the mansion was home to families of nine Montana governors. The three Stewart girls, whose father was Governor Samuel Stewart, were the first of the governor's children to move to the mansion in 1913. The girls fell in love with their new home. The nooks and crannies were perfect for games of hide-and-seek. But the ballroom on the third floor became their special playroom. The Stewart girls kept their dolls and treasures there and played with their friends. When the visiting seamstress would come to make their new clothes, she worked in the playroom. There was a dress form she used, like a mannequin, to fit the clothing. The Stewart girls, and the other governor's children after them, kept the upper floors full of laughter and mischief. By 1959, however, the mansion's elegance had faded. A new governor's home was built across the town. Dark and shuttered, the old mansion sat quiet and empty. For several years during the 1960s, a caretaker lived at the mansion. She would often answer the doorbell and find children of the former governors, all grown up, standing on the porch. She would invite them in and let them poke around in the unused rooms and 
listen to their stories about living in the mansion. From these visitors, she heard two stories that startled her. Children who had lived in the mansion at different times and who had never met all saw the same strange things. Many of the children who lived in the mansion remembered being terrified of something they all called the It. The It lived in the upstairs hallway. When the grown-up children talked about this scary thing that hid on the second floor, their grown-up voices grew quiet. It seemed painful for them to talk about the incidents, but the caretaker heard the tale time and again. It was always the same. There was a door upstairs in the hallway. They would start out. This door was very hard to open, but the it who lived in the house could always open the door without making a sound. The children would test the it by shutting the door tightly when they went to bed. In the morning, the door would always be standing open. The children shivered in their beds at night, wondering if the it was lurking in the hallway outside their doors. Several generations of tour guides have spent time alone in the mansion in the last 30 years. Today, they sometimes find shades pulled up when they were left down. Small things might be out of place. A picture, for example, might be turned to the wall. Or a closet door that is always kept shut might be discovered wide open. One morning recently, a newly hired guide unlocked the front door and stepped inside to find a fan running. No one had been in the mansion since he locked the door the day before. He clearly remembered turning the fan off at the end of the previous day. He went to check the third floor fan. It was off as he had left it, but someone or something had turned the dress form in the children's room almost completely around. Could these incidents be the result of the it still up to mischief? The second story the caretaker had heard from many of the former governor's now grown-up children was about a little cat. This little cat roamed the mansion's hallways. It was a friendly little kitty, and it always came to them, begging for attention. 
its long tail held high, straight up in the air. Time and again, the lucky child who had the cat's attention would bend down to scoop it up. But just as the child's hands were about to close over the sleek little body, the ghost cat would disappear. Why would a ghostly cat appear in the mansion? Researchers found an interesting photograph in the Montana Historical Society archives. It shows the Chessmans who built the home with a professional photographer taking a portrait of the family's sleek black cat. Why do you think the little cat ghost has disappeared? Perhaps it takes a family or someone like you to conjure him back into the halls of the mansion. Now that you know this secret, if you visit the historic home, you might coax him out of hiding. Look sharp and open your heart. Maybe you can make friends with the mansion's smallest ghost. <laughs>